Welcome to Back to Blog Access 101. I'm your host, Young Abachi. Remember to follow us on social media at Blog Access 101 on uh, Twitter and Instagram. And also remember to subscribe to our podcast, Blog Access 101, on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. And if you're an Apple Podcast user, uh, remember to write a review. I'm here today with my co-hosts, KJ and Monica. What up, y'all? What's going on? It's your boy, KJ. Follow me on the gram, K underscore Jams with a Z. All right. We're going to jump right into the first topic between the Chiefs and the uh, Bills. Who you got winning, KJ? It's a, it's, it's a tough one to call because uh, both teams have been playing up and down this season. Uh, the Chiefs' uh, defense has been kind of suspect. The offense, Patrick Mahomes, he hasn't been as sharp this year. Uh, the Bills defense, they lost some key contributors they had last year to free agency. So it, it's, it's going to be a tough one to call, but ultimately I'm going to have to give it to the Chiefs just because they always seem to find a way to win. I think they have the better coaching with Andy Reid, and ultimately they got the weapons with Tyreek Hill and Travis Kelsey. They have an established connection with Patrick Mahomes and I think they'll just find a way to, to pull it out the end. I, I see this being a high-scoring game and uh, a tight game to the end and Mahomes um, leading a drive down for either a field goal or a fourth quarter touchdown for the win. All right, Monica. Um, I picked the Chiefs to win. I know I'm expecting a really, really great matchup tonight. Um, honestly, this one was a hard decision for me to pick. You know, like it was one of those games for this week where I was like, do I really want to go with the Chiefs? Considering their season has been kind of, you know, rocky. But I still haven't lost faith in them. Um, they're still the team that I actually picked to go to the Super Bowl. So with that being said, I'm fully confident that Mahomes will lead a scoring drive at the end of the game to clinch the win. Um, yeah, you know, the Chiefs play pretty iffy. You know, they beat themselves – um, against the Ravens with that fumble by uh, Edwards Hilaire, um, you know, but then they got their bounce back win against the Eagles, which was a no brainer. Um, but I, I think this Bills team is the real deal. You know, last year I didn't think they were really about their action, but um, this year I see that they're serious. And uh, this last year wasn't a fluke. Um, Josh Allen's obviously stepped up and to be one of the least top 10 quarterbacks. Um, you know, you got one of the top five receivers in the game, in my opinion, with Stephon Diggs. Um, they have a def decent defense with Chadarius White on the cornerback, a couple of decent pass rushers. Um, I think the Bills pulled an upset tonight. Um, you know, the Chiefs been playing iffy this year. I feel like they might lose. I, my friend, I don't think – I know they're going to lose to the Bills tonight. I think this is the – I want to say the Bills' year, but I think this is this year, the year to beat the Chiefs. And – I'm going to take the Bills. It's going to be a close one. I say wide field goal. Like KJ said, except I'm just taking the Bills with the game winning field goal to uh, win the game. Um, I was listening to what you were saying, and I'm sorry to just jump in. But um, our team just got to fighting with the Giants. I just want you to know this. Beautiful, beautiful. We, we uh, just got we to fight. Like, fight. Hey, we owed them one from last year when they uh, injured. Well, I guess and incidentally uh injured back last year with the injury. So you know we don't like the Giants. Uh yeah, you know, but eight and nine just straight up threw a punch for the Giants. Hey man, you know it's always chippy. 
Uh, I know Kyle happy that his Eagles won today. I don't know how that happened. But yes, sir. Who they played? Yes, sir. The Panthers. Uh, I don't think I picked the Eagles to win. Yeah, I picked I, I picked the Panthers. Them boys. Um, I did. I had them on a, I had a ten team parlay, and they just took. But uh, yeah, but you know, um, I, I think that I think the Bills are gonna make a light, a nice little deep run this year in the playoffs. Uh, it's 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 kind of hard to call what what type of team the Bills are at just because the the schedule they've had a pretty easy schedule so far. I mean they face Washington, the Dolphins, the Texans, uh, the Steelers were a little bit injured at the beginning of the season. They weren't playing like themselves. Uh, the one notable win they had was well, no that that was pretty much it. The Steelers game. So yeah, they've had a pretty easy. Kyle, we gonna blame we gonna blame the Steelers injuries to why they playing terrible or not on Ben Roethlisberger. I mean, well, I mean, we're not going to talk about playing that. better now. The Steelers is playing better now, but you know they always start off kind of rusty. It takes Ben yeah. a couple of games in the middle of the season to really get his footing. But you know, the point I'm trying to make is the Bills have had a very easy schedule, so it's hard to assess how really good they are right now. And this will be a good uh, parameter to see where they're at. But like I said, the Chiefs, I think they're just more battle tested. They have the better weapons. And uh, the Bills, they just lost some key contributors last year that they had in defense. Uh, Shaq Lawson is gone. They lost uh, one of their top cornerbacks to the Panthers. So, I mean, they, they've lost some key contributors on that defense, which was very good last year. So, yeah. that's why I'm definitely going to go with the Chiefs. I'll give you that. Um, so, yeah, we're going to jump right into the next segment with uh, Fury and Wilder fight. I'll let you start off, Kyle. I know, I know <laughs> oh, man. What you think of that? It, this is what I wanted to be on the call for. I mean, I, I'm I'm just disappointed. You know, part of me, I guess, was being delusional, thinking that Wilder was going to win. I just really wanted him to win. You know, I'm a Wilder fan. But, I mean, I think we all knew deep down that Fury is just a better boxer. He's way bigger than him. And he's just more skilled. You know, um, they said the whole time they were saying Wilder was bringing more to the table, but I just really didn't see more from – I'm going to take that back. I did see more from him. He did make some progress, but not to the level to beat Tyson Fury. I mean, when Tyson had him on the ropes, he wasn't moving. He was just standing still, letting him tee off on him. You got to use the angles. You got to dip. You, you know, you got to pivot. So he just didn't show enough progress. And I just don't know where he goes from here. Now, the one silver lining for Wilder is, I mean, pretty, pretty much the top boxers – right now are Tyson Fury, Deontay Wilder, and Anthony Joshua. Anthony Joshua just lost his belt to Usyk. So uh, Anthony Joshua has two losses as well now. So Deontay Wilder and Anthony Joshua both have two losses. So it's not like he's not marketable anymore, but I think he really just needs to maybe take a year off, maybe two, and just really learn how to box. Because he's got the power, but he 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 just got to work on the fundamentals. And it was just funny, the dynamic that I saw. Like, I was in a bar, and it was just so much tied behind these two boxers. You got the white British guy, right? And you got the black guy from America. I'm in the bar, and you see, you know, the white boys, they cheering on when Tyson Fury beating them down, you know what I'm saying? The black people, they cheering on when Deontay Wilder. Uh, got the two knockdowns. So it was just interesting to see, like, the division and how the battle and the symbolism tied in in this fight. 
but yeah, that was just my take on it. So what, what y'all think about it? Um, I didn't actually watch the fight, but I'm an avid reader. So I went and I checked out, you know, what was going on, what was the hype surrounding the fight. And, you know, was pretty intrigued to see that, okay, this wasn't their first matchup. This was the third. Um, and I think if what I saw was accurate, the first one ended in a draw, correct? The first one, yes. Okay, and then the second one, Fury won. And in order for this fight to take place, Wilder had to invoke the rematch clause. Yes. Okay, so in reading and going back and watching the highlights and everything, Wilder, you know, he didn't just go in and just get beat senseless, you know. He, right. he actually gave a great fight. And, you know, from what I was seeing online, people was saying that it was one of the best heavyweight matches they've seen ever. Yeah, it was. But for me, from a athletic standpoint, for me, it was what occurred after the fight that kind of rubbed me the wrong way, so to speak. Mm-hmm. Like, I understand that it's a competition. I understand this is your livelihood. This is your career. However, when that bell sounds and is done, sportsmanship matters to me. Mm-hmm. He didn't even, he, the guy, Theory went over to shake his hand, you know, show love or whatever. He wouldn't even shake his hand. Really? Yeah, he wouldn't even, he didn't shake his hand. When he went over to him after the match, what about, mm-hmm. yeah, after the match, he wouldn't shake his hand. He yeah, I noticed he went out the ring, but I, I didn't even peep that part, that he didn't shake his hand. Mm-hmm. See, that was the part that got me, because I was like, that, because you can come back from a loss for me. Like, go train harder. You know what you need to, like, watch, just like football. You know, we, we're avid football watchers. Go back, watch your matches, see what you could have done differently. Mm-hmm. And I feel like if he did that, like, then you can come back, work your way back up. Like you said, um, what was the other guy, Anthony Joshua? Anthony Joshua, yeah. His, he just took an L. But guess what? He finna go back to the drum board. He finna go back and he gonna bounce back harder. That's the same thing that I think Wilder can do. But don't become known for having poor sportsmanship. That was the biggest part for me. I know that's not a technical part of the fight, but to me, that that just, yeah. And I didn't like it because, you know, I wanted Wilder to win. I mean, Tuscaloosa took two L's yesterday, University of Alabama, then Wilder. So it was, yeah. Yeah, that's why they're saying that Alabama's down bad right now. <laughs> yeah, you know. Lost and then football, but, um, but yeah, I agree. I mean, people already didn't, have great feelings towards Wilder coming into the fight for mm-hmm. the way he acted after he lost the last time, making all those excuses mm-hmm. about his costume, uh, then saying Tyson Fury cheated right. and he uh, loaded his gloves and all that. But, you know, we we put that to the side and we still wanted to see him succeed. But, I mean, it, it, I hope that he becomes more humble this time. And mm-hmm. I just, uh, I was reading what he said uh, 
he didn't stay for the post fight interview, but he did take an interview afterwards. Mm-hmm. And uh, he said that, um, you know, basically Tyson Fury was a better man that day. He's bigger than him and he used he used his game plan. He said he basically said, I gave him my all and it just wasn't good enough. Hats off to him. So I'm glad to see that he humbled himself a little bit more this time. You know, mm-hmm. wasn't trying to make all these conspiracy theories and stuff. So right, because how you would kill someone to cheat? Well, you said loading the gloves, but I was like, it was a lot of controversy surrounding this match even taking place. Mm. Like so many delays. Um, you know, ESPN didn't originally want to do it because it was going to conflict with the NFL. Um, then you know they had to go like. Because after everything was going on, fear was like, forget it. I'm done. Like, I don't have time. I'm to move on. Like, y'all steady trying to delay it. I'm, I've trained. I'm ready. They kept hitting him with delay after delay. So he was like, forget it. I'm over it. And they ended up having to go to what is it called? Arbitration or something like that? Yeah. To even get the match scheduled in. I think Fury ended up testing positive for COVID. And that's how come yeah. it took place last night. Yeah, so what I, I mean, say, Wilder, you in a three match series, you're o two and one. So, right. I mean, you you have to humble yourself after that. Like, I mean, twenty twenty one in general, the white boy's been on the come up. I'm gonna just give it to the white boys out here listening. Y'all been on the come up this year. Jake Paul didn't beat Tyron Whitley's ass. Wilder didn't got his ass beat by Tyson Fury. I think another boxing match happened too, where somebody got took a L. So I mean, the white boy's been on the come up this year. Shout out to y'all, you know. But um, yeah, whole water, you know, takes this time and uh, goes back to the drawing board. Now the the issue is, he is thirty three years old. So you know, at a certain point, when is he gonna, when is he gonna hang it up? You know. How much time does he have left to take left to take off? Kind of like how we feel about Ben. About who Ben Roethlisberger? Yeah, when is he gonna hang it up? Like, honestly, yeah, <laughs> I don't know what the Steelers organization is doing. I mean, I have all to them for staying loyal to Ben, but I mean, come on, the man make is past his like, Make him like a off, like make him like a coach or something. Like, <laughs> you know. He, I think that, you know, he has a football mindset, but for me, your body has given up. You're like milk. And I'm sorry, this is really terrible analogy, but it's something I think of when milk goes bad, you know, it's gone bad. You get rid of it. You don't just keep it in there. So with him, he knows that his mind wants to be able to do it, but you can't compete the way you used to. He's looking at Tom Brady and it's like, I want to be like that. He's looking at Tom Brady basically like, oh, he can do it. I can do it too. I mean, everybody's not built the same, you know. And uh, Tom Brady's a little bit different type of quarterback than he is and I think way higher IQ than he has. So, you know, Ben yeah, was more Tom a Brady bit of a is in better shape too. So, yeah, also, you know, Ben, you got to look at that. Tom Brady shape, your shape. Um, You look at the careers, like, the injuries being your body has been torn down. Yeah. Tom, I can't remember many injuries for him. No, he hasn't missed much games. Um, right. You know, he's had pretty great 
a pretty great career as far as quarterback, not facing a lot of injuries. So that makes a difference in him being able to still do it. And Ben, you've been broke down on the side of the road. It's neither here nor there. But um, yeah, so I think that, you know, it's going to be a, it, it has been an interesting year. 2022. Let's see what it's gonna have for us in store. So, yeah, we'll see. We'll see. Um, I forgot. Are you a Sixers fan too? Um, I am not. Um, for basketball, mm-hmm. I'm a Miami fan. Miami fan. Got you. Got I know you. I'm all over the place, but you do, you guys. I do like um the Phillies. <laughs> so, <Okay>. so. <laughs> You got that um, for baseball, like, you know, following up for baseball or whatnot. Um, it's going to be interesting because I'm actually looking to relocate soon. And the city I'm looking at going to, um, I think they got baseball on their own. So, you know, I got to still hold true to the Phillies. You said the city that you think about moving to doesn't have a baseball team? No, they do have baseball. Because, see, I'm oh, okay. in Mississippi right now. So, you know, that kind of explains mm. why my teams are all over the place. Right. But um, I'm actually looking to move into St. Louis soon. Okay. But that don't mean that I'm going to convert to their baseball team. Right, right. As long as the Phillies don't give me a reason to. Now, that's facts. I'm, I'm out here in Cali now, but, you know, I always stay true to my Philly teams. So it's hard yeah, as, it's hard to try to recruit here. So, but um, yeah. So that was my thoughts on the uh, the Wilder Fury thing. You know, shout so out to the. Do you think White- Wilder comes back, or do you think he hangs up his gloves? It, it, it's tough to call. I mean, I can only imagine how he's feeling right now. I mean, he's he's got to be thoroughly embarrassed. I mean, you you ain't got your ass beat twice now. But then again, like you said, he didn't get his ass beat the third time. But he did get knocked out. He did. But, I mean, temple shots, temple blows will do that, you know? Yeah. Like, he, a half an inch off, you know, could have made a difference. But he landed straight on temple shot, like. And what what just burned me up, you know, I don't you see you say you didn't watch the fight, but after the fight, Tyson Fury hops up on the on top of the, the turntable on the uh, on the ring and uh starts singing. I'm like, so this man had this much energy to sing after a 12-round fight. That that, that would have just burned me up inside. I mean, I wouldn't have shook your damn hand either if you doing all this. Come on now. <laughs> That's yeah, embarrassing. Uh, like, he's basically show. saying that you were no competition. Yeah. But yeah. he can he can say he can do all that if he wants to. But in those middle rounds when Wilder was rocking him, it, he he feels him today. Like he knows yeah. that he was there. It wasn't a cakewalk for him. And so I'm not gonna even take that away from Wilder. He was he fought hard. Mm-hmm. Um, I think better. Like I think they said, both came in at their heaviest of their careers. But mm-hmm. Wilder, you know, you fought with agility. You did everything that you were supposed to do, everything that you trained for. But ultimately, at the end of the day, 
it wasn't good enough. That That's the only thing we can come from away with it. It wasn't good enough. But I don't think that your career is necessarily over. Mm-hmm. At 33, I think, okay, buckle down, get some training done, work on what you messed up. Look to see where your errors were. You should have bobbed when you weaved. I mean. <laughs> so let me ask you this. This may be a little off topic, but um, have you noticed a shift in the dynamic of racial, what's the word I'm looking for? Mm. The, the shift in the racial um, responsibilities and duties in sports. And what I mean by that is, you know, usually you have, usually you had uh, African-Americans leading the way in the heavyweight division or being mm-hmm. the champions for most of the weight classes. Football, mm-hmm. I think they gave a statistic as like 70 to 80% African-American. Mm-hmm. So, um, but now you're seeing more prominent Caucasians leading the way in sports. But on the same token, you're seeing African African Americans more in the ownership role. Mm-hmm. You got Jay Z uh, got ownership in um, the Panthers, I believe. You got Is Michael Jordan doing his thing with uh, Charlotte. With, with Charlotte, you know, mm-hmm. um, Ice Cube got the Big Three league now. Um, who else just bought something? I think you know, Master P. The, Master P. Just know, bought Serena a soccer. And Venus don't they have part ownership in the Dolphins, or did they sell? No, they do. They do. And Yo Gotti just bought a soccer team too. That that's what made me uh make this comment. You know, so it's interesting to see how the dynamic has flipped a little bit. I think we're getting wiser that we're always gonna love sports you know Mm. it's a great way to be because you know we were miserable doing COVID when there was no sports we're like what am I supposed to do with myself or even with these the restrictions it wasn't what we were accustomed to sports for us is a free time it's a time to unwind so I think with all of that we're starting to get wiser in knowing that, hey, they're still going to come. But the money, the real power, is not on the field of play or in the, ma- the mm. ring or whatever the playing surface may be. It's in ownership. It's in mm-hmm. leadership. And so we're starting to use more and, bra- to me, more brain than bronze. Like, right. we're starting to go more into okay, how can I capitalize on this? Um, I know that by playing, I can create wealth. But by getting into ownership, now we're talking about generational wealth. My money is well. before sips. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so it is a shift, but as far as the dynamics racially, I think that when we look at it, is it that more African-Americans are not doing or is it that the more Caucasians are getting more coverage? Mm. There is a shift, but their coverage, they're getting more coverage as well. Mm-hmm. 
And that's something that, you know, we deal with, we fight in the media, been doing it for years. It's easier for us to get coverage for something negative than it is for us to get positive coverage. And I right. think with that, they're, of course, you know, racially, you got some net, you got some networks that are never going to give us the coverage that we've earned. Not that we deserve, but that we've earned. Mm-hmm. They're not going to give us that. So for me, it's a shift going on. And I'm just monitoring it to see what's going to happen because the nosy side of me, the journalist side of me sees it and it's nothing I can do about it, but just watch it. And you are absolutely correct. There is a shift going on. Yeah, I mean, it's a, it's a good time to be an African-American, I think. I mean, we're, we're starting to wake up more and like you said, use the brains versus the bronze more and thinking mm-hmm. out of the box and getting introduced to more things and more experiences that can create that gener- generational wealth and uh, close that divide a little bit here in America. So, I mean, that was well, well, well spoken what you said. And on that note, that's pretty much all I had for the show. Did you have anything else you wanted to talk about? That's it. That's all I had. All right. Well, appreciate you coming on. And uh, this was a good chat. Um, Rob had to jump off a little bit early, but uh, mm-hmm. thank you, everybody, for tuning in. Until uh, the next time on Blog Access 101. KJ we'll see you out. next week. Money out. We appreciate everyone that's listening to the podcast, writing reviews, and sending out the link to other people to listen. Also, we have now have on our anchor.fm slash blog access 101 uh, support where you can send monthly payments of either a dollar, uh, $5, or $9. No amount is too little. We appreciate uh, what we can get that will help us be able to get big name athletes to uh, interview on a podcast and buy other uh, supplies you might need for a podcast in the later future. Thank you.